Welcome back to the show, everyone. This is Stuart Cranes, and this is your inside track to success. As always, got a really awesome guest or message for you this week. It's going to be a solo run with yours truly. However, before I get started jumping into this week's message, please be sure to like, please subscribe, please share this with somebody. If you get any value from what we're going to cover today, I'm sure you will. And also, friendly reminder, please feel free to follow me on social media. I am at Stuart Kraintz on everything. That's at S-T-E-W-A-R-T-K-R-A-I-N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, Z as in Zebra. Can't wait to continue the conversation on social media, connect with you, learn more about you, your goals, what you're up to, and more importantly, how this show can be of further service to you moving forward so that I know who to have on the show, who to reach out to, what you guys want to learn more about, and more importantly, help you create the lives of your dreams. So without further ado today, y'all, I want to talk to you about something that was put to the forefront for me this past weekend. I had the opportunity to be in a group of intentional leaders, leaders that are looking to up-level themselves and their leadership, take themselves on, move past their own mental blocks and create new versions of themselves so that they can go have the biggest possible impact in the world. And, you know, I, I definitely came up against a lot of my stuff, but, you know, I, I know for a fact, I came out the other side of it, uh, a bigger person, a stronger leader and somebody who is hungrier than before to be in this position of serving others with the gifts that I've been given by God with my time here on this earth. And so something that came up for me a lot this weekend, and I want us to talk about it here, is the concept of risk. Are you actually taking big enough risks in your everyday life in order to create the life of your dreams? And if we really take stock of our lives, there are probably areas where I'm sure we could get a little bit riskier. There are probably areas where we could go that extra mile, make that extra phone call, stay a little bit later, connect with the person that needs to be connected with, whatever the thing is. You know, risk is something that we naturally avoid as human beings. Risk is something that our egos hate because getting risky requires us to get outside of our comfort zones. And we've gone into this many occasions here on the show, but to go into it again, our egos are designed to keep us safe, to keep us comfortable. Our egos do not care about our happiness. They don't care about our fulfillment. They definitely don't care about our goals. And they definitely don't care about whether or not we reach our highest potential and have the impact that we want to have out there in the world. As a matter of fact, our ego is so concerned with our own survival that it wants to keep you comfortable, wants to keep you playing safe, and just wants to keep you small. It's that voice in your head that wants to keep you on the couch, eating Cheetos, watching Netflix. It's the one that doesn't want you out there 
making connections, making moves, doing what you need to do to be your healthiest self, be your most connected self, be your most financially successful self. To go outside of your comfort zone, to take the risk to go outside of your comfort zone is actually how not only do we accomplish things greater than ourselves, but it's also how we begin to expand our comfort zone so that things that were formerly scary or in essence risky are just an everyday way of life for us. So taking risks first, y'all, is something that, again, we are designed to not want to do. Our, our brains are just trying to keep us alive. But it is a choice that we get to make each and every day to be the biggest, boldest, most expressed versions of ourselves. And again, if we only have one life to live here on this earth, we owe it to ourselves to take risks each and every day. And so something I hear a lot in my coaching that I do and also in connecting with just people in general is, I have this big dream, but I have this goal of mine, however. And in reality, y'all, like life and circumstances are always going to be a thing. If you liken life to a game, your current set of circumstances are just the set of rules that you are personally blessed to play by during this particular season of your life. But you are eventually going to have to take a risk if you want to be a published author or start a podcast or have the romantic partner of your dreams. You're going to have to ask them out on a date eventually. And what it often comes down to, y'all, is fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of not being successful, fear of being successful in some cases. And I think in a lot of in a lot of ways, people are afraid of being rejected, being rejected by the person they have a crush on, being rejected by a critic, being rejected by whatever the group or entity is that is more or less gatekeeping the dream or the goal from you. But you'll never, ever be accepted if you don't step all the way into risk to do the thing, right? And so something we've talked about a lot here on the show is the concept of developing self-confidence. Again, I state it as we build self-confidence by keeping our promises to ourselves, but only if we acknowledge ourselves for what we have accomplished. And really what that's saying, y'all, is we don't get more confident in our ability to do things without taking the risks stepping into strong, committed action to prove our egos wrong. And again, by proving our egos wrong, by proving to our egos, hey, we're not going to die. We're not going to be rejected. We maybe aren't going to get the end result we necessarily want, but we are going to do the thing anyway, and nothing bad is going to happen. That's how our comfort zone grows. We build that integrity with ourselves that we're going to follow through on the things that we dream, declare, and deliver for ourselves. And in building that integrity, 
you build that credibility with yourself. Like I have the credibility that I am a good podcaster because I am about 40 episodes deep on this show as I'm recording this. I didn't necessarily believe it when I was getting started, but I believe it now because I've put in the repetitions over and over and over again to get to where I am today. And as I record this, the show is listened to in over 30 states. We're, we're in seven or eight countries at this point, which is an absolute blessing. And it's starting to really make an impact on people. And that's why I started hitting record in the first place. And so I've built that credibility with myself over time. And by building that credibility, you begin to shift how you view yourself and how you operate in the world. People now come to me 40 episodes or so in with questions about how to start a podcast. And I'm able to give them credible answers based on experience based on the hard one experience that I've created for myself because I've been taking the risk week after week, month after month to sit down, hit record, spend the time editing the video and the audio and to put it out there for public consumption. And yeah, not all the feedback has been great. Not all the feedback has been glowing, but taking feedback as an objective gift as an opportunity to look at maybe what could be better. It's actually enabling me to see in the future, the best possible version of myself and of this show by implementing the feedback and by continuing to take those risks to put myself outside of my comfort zone in the name of service, in the name of growing the show in the name of supporting other people and creating the lives of their dreams. And y'all just, just to, just to say it, like, you know, you're, you're, it may be small, but if you're listening to this show for the very first time, you're taking a risk on me. You're taking a risk on the, however many minutes you're going to spend tuned in with us today, that this is going to be worth your time and that you're going to get something out of this as opposed to any of the million plus podcasts out there or songs you could be listening to or audiobooks that are equally worth your time or the radio. Like you are taking a risk that this is worth your time. And so I'm taking all the risks to show up for you as a result, because I want to make sure to the best of my ability that you'll come back for a second episode and a third and a fourth, and a fifth, and, and so on and so forth. Nothing great was ever accomplished without stepping into risk. You know, something that's been in the news lately, I believe Mickey Mouse just celebrated his 95th birthday. I could be wrong, but I think Mickey Mouse is 95 years old nowadays. If you really know the Walt Disney story, Walt Disney failed over and over and over again at getting his movie studio, his cartoon production studio up and running. And in the height of the Great Depression, he ended up selling his car to make the, the couple of payments he needed in order to get his first Mickey Mouse cartoon, Steamboat Willie, 
fully produced and distributed. And now look where the Walt Disney Corporation is today. He took risk after risk, time and time and time again. He actually lost money on everything he ever produced until he landed on Snow White as a fully animated motion picture. He lost money all the way up until Snow White. And he cannot tell me with payroll to make, with a reputation on the line, with you know his mounting failures in the background looming over him that Walt Disney didn't feel a lot of pressure. But he continued to take those risks, y'all. He continued to take those risks and... I think you would be hard-pressed to find people in our society today who don't know who Mickey Mouse is, who haven't seen a Disney film at this point, and haven't had their lives shaped by it as a result. Because he took so many risks over and over and over again. You know, a lot of my childhood, a lot of the childhood of my stepson been shaped by watching Disney movies. It's actually a lot of fun now for us to either go see a new Disney Pixar animated film in the movie theater when it comes out or to catch something with him that we enjoyed as a child with him now again, 20 something years later, Tucker, my stepson's been on a real lion King kick recently. I was four years old when that came out. But because of all of the risks over and over and over again that Walt Disney took, his works and the works of his company have far exceeded his lifetime, far exceeded the lifetime of his brother Roy, and generations and generations to come will continue to enjoy that. Who's to say you couldn't create something similar if you go out there and take risks? You can't be a published author if you don't take the risks of sharing your work with people, getting it revised, editing it over and over again, and submitting it however many times it takes in order to get published. My good friend Emily Bray, who was on this show a couple months back, definitely go find her episode, y'all. It is an excellent conversation on feedback and personal development and overcoming rejection more than anything. She shared a lot about her journey on standing in that place of taking risks over and over and over again until she found the publishing house that wanted to publish her first book. And, you know, you can now find her on the shelves at Barnes and Noble, which is a big undertaking in this day and age where Barnes and Noble's in a lot of communities, the only bookstore we have left. And so every piece of real estate on the shelves matters. But she did it because she kept doing it and kept showing up for herself time and time again. And she's an expert writer as a result. And she continues to have impacts on the students she teaches through her writing. And now she's a published author on the shelves at Barnes and Noble. A story I love to tell <laughs> is how I met my wife, Jennifer. And it's funny because in our society, I think we can agree men usually ask out, ask out women or, or 
the the male identifying party identifies the female identifying party and i was so excited having met jennifer online not through a dating app but through online coaching coaching students and a program that we were both volunteer coaching that I wanted it to go so well that I was actually dragging my feet a little bit about letting her know like, Hey, I, I like you more than just as a professional acquaintance. And I would really like to get to know you romantically, possibly. I was so in my head about it, y'all. So worried about doing it right, how it would come across, how it would go, how it would look to her kid you not, I had just eaten breakfast. I was living in Denver, Colorado at the time. I pull up my phone and there's a text from my now wife, Jennifer saying, Hey, I've enjoyed getting to know you for some time now. And I would love to continue to get to know you. And I was so caught off guard by that guys that I literally couldn't even think of what to text her back for about 20 minutes, which she will tell you felt like hours. <laughs> but to give her all the credit in the world, she put herself out there. She chose to take a risk and to be fearless. And then I chose to take a huge risk and move to Columbus, Ohio, in order to make this relationship work with really no other reason to be in Columbus, Ohio, other than to be with her and my now stepson Tucker. And it truly has been the, the greatest decision of my life. But I also wouldn't enjoy what I get to enjoy today. I wouldn't have the family that I have today if I hadn't taken that huge risk and that huge leap of faith. And I can go way down the rabbit hole on all of the decisions, all of the things that I had to do to make that work. I could go into all of my circumstances that were at play at the time and and why that worked and why, you know, maybe it wouldn't work for you and blah, blah, blah. But at the essence of what I'm sharing, y'all, she took a risk and then I took a risk. At the end of the day, we chose to take the risks to have the relationship of our dreams, to have what we want in terms of our romantic partners, now husband and wife. Going back to the, the concept of the ego, y'all, it really is just the part of your brain that wants to keep you alive. Again, it does not care about your happiness or your goals or your fulfillment short-circuiting your ego by making the risky choices over and over again is how you create the life of your dreams, bar none. Yes, some things require talent. Yes, some things require luck. Yes, there is always a circumstance that's going to be there time and time again that you get to overcome. But through it all, knowing that we are the sole and uncontested author of our lives, making the risky choices that are going to allow us to have and create the impact, the end results, the relationships 
the accolades, whatever it is that lights your fire, sets you on fire each and every day and gets you to rock it out of bed in the morning to go kick butt and take names, it doesn't actually matter, but you do need to take risks. You do need to take risks. And so turning this around to you, the listeners, I'm sure if you're listening to this right now, you can think of a couple of areas of your life where maybe you could stand to get a little bit more risky. In your relationships, is there somebody who, for whom you've maybe messed up the relationship, you've made a mistake, maybe had an argument? What would be possible if you took the risk, reached out to them first, and apologized? You have an idea for a product. What would be possible if you took the risk to reach out to some VC firms to get the funding or reach out to some banks to try to get the loan to get the funding for your first couple batches? If you are somebody that has an artistic bent, if you have an artistic ability, if whether you're a painter, a writer, a sculptor, whatever the thing may be, what's possible if you take the risk of posting your art on the internet for people to see and enjoy? Yeah, you might get some criticism, but you might also stand to gain infinitely more than if you'd never put yourself out there. You know, in in producing a podcast like this, I've been very blessed that I have a lot of people in my network that I know and love that are up to very awesome things and I can message them and figure out a time to get them on the show, but it's not everybody. It does require networking, putting myself out there, giving something of value in order to receive, which is their time and attention on a show like this. It takes a risk to make those asks to have people on the show. The amount of decisions that we get to make in a day are limitless, but make sure that you're taking the risks on the ones, particularly if they bring you outside of your comfort zone so that even if you don't get the desired result, you at least grow for the experience. And so I'm challenging you, if you're listening to this, if you've made it this far, I acknowledge you. Where can you get risky in your life? And when can you start doing it? And the answer is right now. We're about to wrap up here, folks. If you've thought about it on this episode, I guarantee you there are some risks you can go take, some areas where you're playing it a little too comfortable, some areas where maybe you're not going as big as you possibly could. What's to stop you from sending out those text messages or doing the Google search and putting your or putting your proposal together in the next couple hours? You owe it to you because the world needs you at your fullest and to have you putting out your work, creating the impact that you were meant to have with your time here on this earth. So please, 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 if you got 
anything from this episode today, please get out there and start taking risks. And as always, y'all, I am your host, Stuart Kreintz. This has been your inside track to success. Please like and subscribe. Please leave a five-star review on Spotify in particular. And if you got anything out of this today, and if you know somebody who can benefit from taking some more risks in their lives, feel free to send this to them. Hold each other accountable on the things that you guys both get to do to start living outside of your comfort zone and being the biggest, most fully expressed version of yourself. I'm your host, Stuart Kreintz. We'll see you next week.